0: Welcome to another episode of the Fish Tank podcast, a.k.a. Verbal TV, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, that is. Um, I'm your host, Sebastian Bone, joined, as always, by my co-host, Sheg. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. How's, how's your week been? Ah, week's been... Um... Well,
1: nothing's normal now, is it? So it's been a bit up and down, busy. But it's been a good week. Yeah. Yeah. No dramas. No dramas anyway.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. It's been peaceful. peaceful. I
1: I wouldn't like every week to be like this week. (laughs) (laughs) week.
0: In what way? what way?
1: Ah, bruv, it's just... Just little things like little things like even going to uh, shopping, food mm. shopping.
0: Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Lovely. yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Um, I was going to say your microphone sounded a bit funny. Then just for a second, I just wondered if you might need to move your screen just a little bit. Uh, how's that, bro? Just got a bit distorted. Yeah, yeah. Sounds all right. Sounds all right. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so this week's episode, I thought we could talk about something that's relevant to literally the whole planet right now, which is um, Corona, COVID nineteen. Um, since that's entered our lives, it's been in our lives now for majority of this year. Um, yeah, and I just thought we could touch on it, touch base on it, and see what our views are on on the matter, so to speak. Um, look at some of the stats. Look at how it's affected our lives, other people's lives, the things that we believe and maybe don't believe in so much. Um, Because I've seen a lot of stuff on Facebook. I think anyone anyone that's been on Facebook since this has been around, you've probably seen a million and one reasons as to why, why this is going on. Whether it's true, whether it's fake, whether it's false, whether it's this. Should you wear masks? Should you not wear masks? Who's an idiot for wearing a mask? Who's the <laughs> I've seen NHS nurses on there talking about it's all a scam. I've seen it, I've seen it all. I've seen 5G being blamed for everything, the whole nine yards. But but I thought we could start at the beginning and kind of um kind of see see where we are really on the whole situation. Um just kind of give you some numbers let me let me give you some numbers straight off the bat. Like right? just to kind of put things in perspective. So according to the World Health Organization, um, well, first of all, in case people don't know what coronavirus is, just because you never know, they might be listening to this in the year 3000. (laughs) In 2020, right, there was a virus that hit planet Earth and took over the whole planet, okay? So that's probably the best way to put it. Everything went on lockdown. Um, anyone that's currently on the planet right now, if you have not heard of coronavirus, you've been asleep for at least, what, seven months now, six months now? Um, so if you're waking up today for the first time and discovering this, then you've got a shock coming to you. But essentially, it's a flu-like virus that um, I suppose entered our consciousness, let's say. I think the first time I heard about it was December last year. And in January, I started hearing about it more. And by February, it was an actual thing. It was like, okay, this thing is really, really coming. Um, and about to take over the world. Uh, Do you know what? Although
1: I heard about it. It was in the, it was in the, like, the mainstream news around about December. Mm. December 2019. Yeah. But I remember even commenting to people, like, in the summer of, like, of uh, 2019, because I was noticing um, certain people wearing face masks. Mm. And like, um, I was, come on, do they know, say, I don't know. But, do you know what I mean? It just got more and more like it was a normal thing you'd see on the news. In other countries, people wearing face masks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd I noticed that as well around about December. But at that point, I still thought it was just going to be something that was going on on the other side of the planet. And maybe wouldn't make its way over here as fast as it did. Um, but the rumors were there. I mean, at the moment, so just giving you some stats, at the moment, according to the World Health Organization, where where I've got these numbers today, whether you wanna believe in the World Health Organization or not, that's up to dispute. I mean, I've seen a documentary on Amazon about the World Health Organization that will leave you thinking, what is this company all about? Check that out if you get a chance. Um, but yeah, according to them. At the moment, there's been twenty five million eight hundred eighty four and eight hundred ninety five cases, eight hundred eighty four thousand eight hundred ninety five cases, and eight hundred fifty nine thousand one hundred thirty deaths on the planet. Um
1: I'll, I'll stay. Again. So, tw- did you say twenty five million? Twenty
0: five 8- million eight hundred eighty four, eight hundred eight hundred. We start at getting twenty five million eight hundred eighty four thousand eight hundred ninety five cases, and out of those cases, there's been eight hundred fifty nine thousand one hundred thirty deaths. Okay, 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 so basically, obviously. that's globally, obviously. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in the UK alone, there's been three hundred thirty eight thousand six hundred eighty cases and forty one thousand five hundred fourteen deaths in the UK. In the UK now, when you drill it down to London, where we are, there's been thirty nine thousand four hundred nineteen cases and 6,885 deaths, and just ten deaths in the last twenty four hours. Which I don't think. Say it again. Is that in
1: Scotland? You say
0: no. That was in that was in London. That was in
1: London. Ten deaths in the last forty eight hours in London. Yes. Which 48 hours?
0: last 24 hours, sorry. Not even 48 hours, 24 hours. Where in London does it say? Let me just check that, like, that... in the in, in the UK, in the UK. That's what oh, it
1: says. Oh,
0: okay. okay. Yeah. Well, you're scaring me now because I live in London. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we hey, we you.
1: both you live, live in London. Four hours,
0: are you joking? We both live in London. But even then, do you remember when it first kicked off, they were reporting like, deaths all the time every single day. I mean, I haven't watched the news for some time, mainly because it was just purely Corona at one point. But but I'm seeing less um, updates popping up on my phone about how many people are dying per day. Um, Yeah, yeah. But I remember that. And I think the first kind of madness that came with all the corona stuff we have to talk about was the toilet paper panic. For some reason, (laughs) people went mad and lost their minds over toilet paper.
1: But it wasn't just, like, here. It was <laughs> over the world. It was
0: globally, bro. For some reason, the message got put out there that you're going to need toilet paper to deal with this virus, bro. Um I don't understand what, what, what it was. I don't know what it was about toilet paper. People just lost their minds. Let me tell you a story. It's funny.
1: Uh, the day... No, the week before lockdown... Yeah. yeah. Josh was in Nigeria. Right. So he must have touched down, and then two days later, we was in lockdown.
0: Right.
1: right. So when he came back, he was in his flat, and he was in the kitchen, I remember, and his, his other mate came to visit him, and his other mate was talking about toilet roll, talking about Oh, he needs to find a shop that's got toilet roll, they've all run out. And Josh was looking at me like, Really, has he gone mad? What's, what's happened since I, what, what don't I know? What is, what's that <laughs> been and I, 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 I couldn't even talk because I was of a mind like, Look, I've got enough toilet roll, I ain't gonna start rushing shops looking for toilet roll. Yeah. Like, this is the dude is like saying to me, Nah, it's no joke. And I goes, it is a joke, bro. And he's like, Nah, no, it's no joke. And then what made me laugh? He goes to me, I've got family to feed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what, they, do they eat toilet roll?
0: <laughs> but it was, the weird thing is as well, for me, is that, um, I mean, I'm not saying that toilet roll is not the best thing to use, but if it came down to it there are other things you can use to do that job like it's not it's not an emergency to that point of degree i mean half the planet still don't even use toilet pole toilet roll you know they they, they wash themselves properly which is, which and clean themselves oh, exactly like realistically yeah, toilet yeah, roll is yeah, not is,
1: it's actually quite disgusting
0: bro. it is because you wouldn't do it for anything else like if you if even if you've got poo on your hand you would not go and get toilet roll, just wipe it off, and that would be the end of it. <laughs> Say that again. H2O, bro. Exactly. You need H2O involved in this situation. Do you, know what
1: can get? Do you know what you can get? And uh, I know this for a fact, right? Because um where where we were broadcasting from last time. Yeah. Yeah. Um there's this like, in the toilets, there's a. Uh, it's like a a big B-Day kind of thing, but it's not. Mm-hmm. So you, you've got your normal toilet, yeah? And then you've got like a pipe mm-hmm. and, 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 a, and
0: a gun on it, like a little square gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you
1: can actually get those things. So
0: like, well, can you get it installed over here now? Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I saw yeah. that when I was in um Indonesia. They have that in every toilet. And I remember the first time I saw it, I didn't know what it was for. I, actually, you know what I actually thought it was for? I thought yeah. it was for removing doo-doo stains off the toilet, bro. Because <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> it's a very clean country. Yeah. So I just assumed that they've invented this thing for people that might get a little bit embarrassed uh, and don't want to leave any stains on the bowl. You can spray the stains off. Yeah, so I didn't even realize the first time when I got there, the first day, what this thing was actually for. But um, but every toilet has it out there. That I saw anyway that I went into. Okay. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Get, local plumber will do that for you. Hmm. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah anyway, I think. Like that, shit.
0: But I saw more and more people researching B days, though. More people were talking to me about B days when, when the toilet paper crisis came in. But then straight after the toilet paper crisis, it went. He then it moved on to not just toilet paper I think it was about food as well like I saw some crazy panic buying on food yeah bread was out of of stock flour was out of stock rice was out of stock and the funny thing is I was in I was in Tesco's one day and this woman she must have just filled up her her, her, her thing a trolley she had about £400 pounds worth of shopping in, in three different trolleys, right? And I was, I was literally behind this couple. And I was just I was looking at them with disgust, and I wasn't even hiding it. I, was, I, I wanted them to see my face if they turned around, to, to see how disgusted I was at their actions, and the fact that they were just buying up the whole entire Tesco between the two of them, um, and feeling no way. And the way they were doing it, they are splitting the trolleys between her and her husband. Because at the time they'd already said which items you couldn't have more than so many of. So the way they were doing it, he looked like he was buying some items and she looked like she was buying the other items. But some items they would have four or five of between the two trolleys. You see what I'm saying? And then they had a third trolley just filled with like nuts and seeds and like they were properly going to hibernate for for a good few months. And I was just, I was just standing there. I literally had, I didn't even have a trolley, bro. I had a basket. I had a basket of stuff, and I never once ever bought a trolley's worth of stuff during the whole panic thing, and I never once struggled to find anything I want. Between all the shops that were around here, I could nip out within 10 minutes, whether it be go to Co-op that day, go to Sainsbury's that day, and luckily for me, most of those shops I'm surrounded by, um, Mm. but I could find everything we needed, you know what I mean? We never ran out of toilet paper once, and we didn't buy it by the bulk, just bought it when we needed it. You know, never ran out of anything, really, that, that we didn't need. The only thing I think the band we found hard to find was rice. Rice was the last thing to come back in stock. But other than that, I don't think we ran out of anything that we really, truly, really desperately needed. Do you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, that was the next stage of it, I think. Did you experience any crazy stuff from the, um, the panic buying? Uh,
1: not really. I kind of tried to stay away from it, mate. Mm. So uh, I, I don't, I don't, re- I rarely do um, like a big shopping trolleys worth of food shopping anyway. Mm. I kind of, I'm always on the top up mode. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. So, uh, and I pick up things when I'm out and about. Mm. So uh, it's like, I haven't got a day that's shopping day, let's say. Like some people, yeah. drive, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, I don't yeah, do yeah. It
0: you don't have, like, the big shop day.
1: No, nah, so, yeah. So, what I do, I'll, I usually, if I go into a supermarket, I'll bag two hand trolleys, carry them in one hand, pick up shit. When they get heavy, I've got two hands, two lots of shopping. Boom. That's it. Mm. That's maximum. Yeah. And that's yeah. Um, and, I, and I usually know, I only go shopping when I know I want to get something. Bro.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I, you know what? I call that different, though. I don't call that shopping. I call that buying. See, I, well, I, I, I I, don't go shopping. I don't go there to look at stuff and browse stuff. I go there to buy stuff. There's a difference. Yes, exactly. Where some people go shopping where they need to have a look around. They they spend the first 20 minutes just looking at things in the shop no, no, before they even no. start buying stuff.
1: Like I don't even do that for clothes, man.
0: No, no, that's what I'm saying. Even I've researched all of that before I've even left the house. Do you know what I mean? Before I've even left the house, I've researched what I want to get, where I want to get it from. Um what colours might be available, what styles might be available. And that's it. I'm going to get it. I'm not, I'm not going to, when I get there, I'm not asking any more what questions apart from... collect. Bro. that again.
1: Click and collect.
0: It's about oh, yeah. Click collect. Yeah, click and collect or even deliver to my house. Mm. One or the two.
1: But um little ones you, crying man. there. I'll tell you what, it's had an excuse all this COVID stuff is the old uh, parcel deliveries. Mm. That's big. Shocking, man. My way, bro. I've even got stuff that hasn't come yet. What,
0: you're still yeah. waiting on some parcels?
1: Not since, bro. But, like, when <laughs> they're late, I've had to, oh. like, start start uh, contacting the seller and all of that. Yeah, so, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> trying to give them a nudge and I say, Where's.
1: Hold on, it's been a month now. Hold on, hang on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, shopping's been affected, definitely. That's one of them things that. Change things. 16th of March, though, when um, Matt Hancock said uh, he thinks we might have to lock down the country. Um, And he started saying in the House of Commons, social distancing and blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't until 23rd of March when Boris officially made the public address and said, right, everything's got to shut down. um, And we can't, you know, go out and ensure an essential, Essential worker, uh, only go outside for food, health reasons, and you've got to stay two meters away from everybody. Mm. One of the hardest yeah. things to do in London. But yeah.
1: There was confusion as well about the old um, child, child care mm. um, issue as well with who could, can, can uh, the absent father or mother go and visit the child? Mm first they said yes then they said no and they mm. said yeah yeah because, you know there was a lot of confusion and there was, you, i didn't know what to expect
0: yeah there was a ton of confusion in the beginning because i'm like well not even just in the beginning still like, I think it's still unclear for some people what the, what the rules are, or what we should be doing or what we shouldn't be doing. But originally as well, it was all over the place. It was like, okay, you can go to work if you need to go to work, but don't go to work if you can't, if you can stay at home and work. Like, it was it was a bit of a madness. Like, what is classed as an essential worker? I mean, everybody technically finds work to be essential if you need to get money. So, um, you know, transport, public transport, you can go on there, do you have to wear masks? I still see people not wearing masks and stuff like that. We're gonna get to masks in a bit actually, because I've got some gripes with masks later on. Um, But yeah, that was kind of the general thing. And then obviously businesses had to shut down straight away, which affected everybody really, because all the restaurants and the pubs and and, and most of the shops that weren't classed as essential, Immediately had to shut down. Massive companies had to shut down. Like My brother, he hasn't been back to work since March. You know, he's still off now. He's he's not been in the office um, since then. Um, Working from home or has he been furloughed? Yeah, he's been working from home. He's been working from home, but he's got furloughed as well. But um, he's done the occasional working from home as well. Um, Because some companies, I think, they've done it that way where you're furloughed, but also some weeks they actually want you to work from home. Some weeks they don't want you to work from home. It's just been a bit weird. I've I've spent most of my time working from home, but I also work in a hospital as well. So I've had to go in from time to time, um, at least once or twice a week. Uh, so that's been difficult as well, because that means getting on public transport, and that's a whole new beast in itself. But then we had the, um, what do you call it? Well, the original message from Boris was, Stay home, protect the NHS, and save lives. Um, And then 7th of April, Boris gets taken into intensive care himself. So he he clearly wasn't following his own rules. (laughs) That was the first thing I thought, is this guy isn't even following his own rules himself if he's now got COVID. And then two days later, he's out of intensive care. And then by the 12th of April, he leaves the hospital. Five days later. Yeah, yeah. So, in and out, no, in and out. About that
1: time, right, there was quite a lot of high-profile
0: people, or even celebrities, coming mm-hmm. uh, like down that. Yeah. That
1: same
0: thing. Well, this is the funny thing, because before the podcast, I tried to search for celebrities that had got corona. And um, I must admit, I couldn't find many known celebrities, I must say that. I found people that maybe are very niche to their industries. And if you're in that industry, you may have heard of that cinematographer or if you're into cycling, you would have heard of that cyclist, but no, I don't like to say A-list stars because I think everyone's important, but no one that everyone in the whole world would know. Like, do you know what I mean? I know Tom Hanks apparently got Corona. He was one of the first celebrities I saw. He got it while he was out in Australia. Um, but since then, uh, it's been, oh, and Idris Elba, Idris Elba got it, didn't he? Um, he made a he made a video about it. But like I said, since then I, I haven't heard anything since. Like I'm assuming they recovered from it because they're not dead. Um, but. Yeah, when I just did a quick check about two hours ago, just to, I thought I thought I was going to get like a massive list of well-known people, but most of these people were very niche, and I thought it's not even worth really bringing it up on a podcast because most of the listeners are not really going to know who any of these people are. The only person on there that I think most people in England might know if you were around in the 80s was uh, Eddie Large, the comedian. Um, he got it and died of it as well. So, But in terms of the death list, there wasn't many people on the death list that were like well, well-known people. Um but then we had the um so yeah that was the original message which was stay home protect the nhs and save lives and then that message
1: um there was a thing about um
0: the nhs hmm. um
1: save the nhs like so like is that because i got it that they thought that the nhs was going to be overrun
0: well place? yeah that was the original. That was the original saying. That is, if we, um, if we don't stay home, essentially more people are going to get it, which means the NHS is going to be overrun, which means it's going to collapse just due to the amount of people trying to um, access the NHS. But that remember message, that? yeah, go got.
1: They did um, over by the O. Was it by the O2? What was that? Uh, football kitchens. Of hospital beds and stuff that they were building for all of the people that were going to be down with this coronavirus. The you funny
0: thing about that, actually, is the funny thing about that. Um, I was going to get into that a bit later on, but now we're talking about we might as well talk about it. It was called the Nightingale Hospital, and they took yeah. over the Excel Center, which, for people that don't know, is a very, very big, massive open space where they usually have Comic Con every year, just to kind of give you an idea of it's how. Efficient it's an exhibition center yeah and you can hold you know you can have yacht exhibitions there home exhibitions it's a big open space so they shut that down and um, they turned it into a makeshift hospital but since then nobody's heard anything about this place now one of my mates not naming no names but one of my mates was actually drafted in to be uh I just i suppose a rota coordinator so he was, his job was going to be to be putting nurses in there and doctors in there and sorting out their, um, their times um, and whatnot and who's going to be on what shifts. But all of a sudden that just got shut down and he no longer was needed for the job. Um, no one's heard about anyone going in there to be serviced, to be under any treatment. So and there's, the, the media just stopped talking about it immediately. So it's one of those kind of weird things where it was like all of a sudden, you know, it was a big hospital thing. They even named it the Nightingale Hospital. And then, uh, as quick as it came around, it disappeared. So it's very, very suspect. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that.
1: But Around about the time, I, I'm, not me personally, because I didn't go nowhere near a hospital, but. Mm-hmm. People were saying, oh, they had to go to the hospital for this and that. And they was expecting the hospital to be rammed. People waiting mm.
0: outside and everything. Rammed rammed yeah, empty. yeah, yeah. I mean, I work in a very specific hospital, so I'm not around any A&E or any kind of that stuff like that. Um, there was known to be reported cases in our hospital on a daily basis. We would get reports of how many people actually had corona in the building. Um, And slowly but surely they started to, those emails stopped being circulated. Um, But again, it wasn't the numbers that were being reported on the TV that I could see. At least what was going on in other European countries, i.e. like Italy and Spain, that had been completely um, turned over. But the message from the message from Boris changed as well from stay home, protect the NHS, and save lives to stay alert, control the virus, and save lives. Wasn't really sure how I was going to control the virus, but that was the next message. And before that, even I will say during that, we had the uh, the clap for the NHS every Thursday. Um, and. <laughs> Anyone that works for the NHS will tell you we don't want claps. <laughs> we want money, funding. <laughs> that's what that's what the NH needs is funding and, and money. Do that <clears throat> What's
1: that? They still do the claps.
0: No, time. that that faded away. That faded away after about I don't know, two and a half months. Um even after wow. even after one month, I think that was becoming a little bit uh, you know what? hard to See maintain. See where I live, yeah. Mm. Um,
1: I remember I was It was a, I, I forgot because I'm not I wasn't a, like a clapper if you like yeah?
0: mm.
1: because I don't appreciate but I just I was always busy like, it's not a thing that I'd wait for and, <laughs> you couldn't be asked
0: to go outside and clap
1: <laughs> no I was on the first first floor so I'm not no anyway but yeah happened, I was coming out to my car at 8 o'clock on a Thursday yeah. Yeah, like, must have been about three weeks into it. must have been the third week. And I thought, hold on. It was near, was it a VE day? It was VE day or something as well. Possibly. And, um, yeah, I come out and I just noticed, like, neighbours were out, all out, like. In yeah. The front. It must be the VE day thing. And it was all out there. And like, they, then I noticed that they weren't even clapping, bro, because they had, Glasses of wine in their hands, and it, and it was the first time it was like I'd seen people kind of congregated together. Not yeah, they were apart. They were staying the two meters apart, but yeah, and it was all like, oh, good evening, good evening, oh, good evening, good evening. <laughs> like, I go, none of that. I had to go, as it was, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it was a weird thing. And then I heard the, like I'd be hearing banging like, what's that? Ah. Oh, there's people banging pots and
0: shit. Yeah, they were banging fry pans and stuff, innit? There was a guy as well that was going around. Well, I think there was more than one guy doing this, but what he would do was jump on his bike or come running down the road at that moment and, like, say thank you as if all these people were his fans. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he'd be riding down the road, everyone's clapping at that specific time, and he'd be like, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs>
1: People will have different views about
0: that, but I don't know. Well, I think it just depends on how you see it. Cause I mean, I think for some people in the NHS, they saw it as patronising, whereas I think some people in the NHS appreciate it, but um, but I knew it wasn't going to last. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's the appreciation is shown by the government actually stepping up and um, stopping the pay freeze that's been in place for, you know, how many years now and actually giving people pay rises and actually Kind of acknowledging how important the NHS is to the country, I think that's what people really need um, going forward and restructuring of the NHS so it actually performs better for the service. But just to stand out there and clap every week felt a little bit, um, a little bit empty, so to speak. The one thing I was going to say that was kind of positive though was uh, the weather. The weather has been the nicest it's ever been since March. It was just sunny every day almost. There was not a cloud in the sky. We saw pictures of dolphins returning to Venice and all sorts. And everything seemed like, wow, okay, the air seemed cleaner. Like the fact that there was no one about, it actually felt like, okay, this might not be such a bad thing if people have to stay in their house. Um, I mean, they knew it wasn't going to last, don't get me wrong. But for a while it was actually happening, I thought it was quite nice um to just have some cleaner air, um and to have some, you know, just sunshine in the sky. Because I think it was it was almost what sunny from March to at least I'd say mid July. It hardly rained once. There was no coldness. It was just nice. Yeah. It was
1: um it was weird for me because from the from the get-go i was working from home mm-hmm. so you know it started off i'm up early sort of um you know showered and ready on the laptop for half eight or whatever yeah but then it just got into a thing where oh, actually you know i don't have to do that i don't because I've gained like an hour, you might as well say, every morning because I'm not really it. Yeah. So everything just became a bit more relaxed. Work was slower, much much slower. Mm. Like so slow that I had time to think about other stuff. Mm. You know, other things to do with my time. Mm. And um, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. I, I kind of, I think I kind of jumped in and jumped out of a little.
0: So, did you say you adapted to working from home quite quickly?
1: Yeah, because there was not a lot of work at the beginning. Mm. The, you know, these people, they don't know what to do. So, like, and they can't, you know, it, 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 it was a situation that had never happened before. But mm. it like got them, it took them a little bit of time to figure out what people could do from home. Yeah. It had to be changed like there's massive security security issues you
0: know mm-hmm. of course like with people's data and stuff like that
1: yeah so i would have had to be
0: uh you know secured and sorted but what so. this has proven though what this has proven is what people have been saying for years that like, there's no reason why you can't work at least one day from home like it's you know people have been screaming for this for decades i mean i know some people are already in that position where they can work at least one day from home or whatever but majority of people in certain professions and certain organizations have never been trusted enough to work from home and now this has done the complete opposite most people now have only been going into the office one day a week so it's proven that it can work you can trust staff members to do it you know and even with the minimum infrastructure that we've had doing this. it's still been able to, to be We've still been able to pull it off, which is is quite remarkable, really. And I'm I, I was hoping that if we get to a post COVID kind of world, that's something that sticks around. Mm-hmm. Is that people can get a little bit more work life balance, get a bit more time to actually spend time at home and work from home if yeah. need be, because I, I'm I, I can be far more productive sometimes at home. Like you said, I'm cutting out two hours a day in my travel. You know, I'm not having to go out and get lunch. I'm saving money at the same time. Um, but in terms of like even just me, I'm I'm a numbers kind of guy and I can see my productivity, the difference between me being in the office, constantly answering the phone, constantly being interrupted by maybe other members of staff or, or just people asking for things um, or just distractions in general. You know, if you're working in a busy environment, there's a lot of these distractions. Whereas if I don't have those distractions at home, I'm looking at my productivity charts and I'm producing at least 25 to 30% more work at, from home than I would on a normal day in the office. And that doesn't mean that I'm getting everything done. That means there's some things maybe not getting done that I would be doing in the office, like answering the phones. But
1: think about right? Well, I I'll think of it differently. I think, yeah, you can work at home, but if I had my choice, I wouldn't work at home. But, you prefer to go in? Bro, do you know how many people that I would have met that I didn't, I have not met since? Well, <laughs> my job, I meet people every day.
0: I bro, know, so. I'm the same, bro. I'm no, the same.
1: Like, this, what, what is this about? I don't want to stay here
0: on my own. Just No, but I'm not saying permanently. What I'm saying is now, nah, if you had the choice now... Nah. And you could split That's it. Where I meet the most people, bro. all right. Most of them, no, not most of them.
1: Some of them are not on my vibe. I don't even wish I met them. But you, you meet the odd person, bro. Yeah. Bro, where did I meet you?
0: Yeah, I'm not saying well, that. No, we, where, where was it? We met at work. We met oh, at work. Okay. Uh, okay. Right. So,
1: actually, if I didn't go out and work, I wouldn't have met you, bro
0: true but what i'm saying is would you like to have more of a balance wouldn't you like to be able to go all right i'm going to work from home today
1: that's what i do anyway that's my job anyway
0: bro yeah now it is but it hasn't no, always before,
1: been that before, way before, before i used to work at least one day a week at home bro no it's i'm
0: saying day. i'm saying now is in recent years but it hasn't always been like that do you know what i mean like when i met you we we, we weren't we didn't have the option to work one day at home that's what i'm trying to say that yeah. wasn't ever a thing. i i know i know
1: People in this situation now who were working five days a week at the office mm. because of the pandemic, they've been told to work at home. Yeah, they've been given all the equipment office equipment, furniture, ergonomics, everything. Then people. Are crying to come back
0: to the office, <laughs> yeah, because they're yeah, different. That That's different for me, though. I don't look at it that same way. I, I reckon I can do both. You see, I, I need a day at least in the office, yeah. I like to have one day in the office, all right, because I find that it kind of it sorts out my week. I can get my week structured if I go in at least one day. There's certain things that I might want to do in the office that are easier to do there than they are at home, but the core part of my job if I'm just typing away or behind a laptop or a PC, I don't need to be in the office for that. That's what I'm saying. But there are elements of my job where I do need to speak to people, I do need to be around certain people or do certain things that I can't do at home. And that means, but I find that that is probably 20% of my week as opposed to 80% of my week. And that's what I'm saying. And I'd rather spend the other 80% of my week at home. So how have you found the social distancing? Social distancing, right?
1: People, I, I? I must be a people magnet or something because people just want to come and stand close to me, bro. <laughs> me, bro? I, can't, I can't stand in the queue and so the next person behind me. They're no, but they're not a meter, not even a meter behind me. I can knock them off, and you're thinking, hold on, there's no one behind them, so why are they standing so close to me? They're
0: trying to I'm give you the COVID, bro.
1: The person in front of me, I, well, I don't know, but I don't. Do you know what? Uh, I'm not a masked man, but. Like, I do wear masks if I go into the shop now, because that's what they said, isn't it? It's the yeah. Yeah. It's like, I haven't been on a bus or anything. I, You know, I'm, I drive, so I don't really use public transport. Right. Really so, yeah. But I think if I was to go on a bus, I would wear a mask, because that's what they said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. a lot of it is um, because I just, I don't want no trouble. I don't want to be that guy who has to defend himself. Because someone's shouting at him because of what they heard on the news.
0: Yeah, yes.
1: yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't want no drama, bro. So, well, it's I'll, it's
0: become like a public duty now to wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Because people look at you like, ah, oh, you look, you're gonna kill me. You're gonna do-. no. I don't want you to look at me like that. If if I if I have to wear a mask to avoid all of that, I'll yeah. do it. Okay. But that's a dangerous thing as well. When you think about it. So until it's I get. Yeah. I, I just said: it's like, a, I don't know, is it a social thing? It's
0: a social thing, isn't it? Mm. I mean, for me, so from the moment I leave my house, I am, I'm good until I get to the tube station. If I don't ride my bike, that is. Most days I'll be riding my bike. The only time I don't ride my bike is if the weather just looks like it's going to have a, a thunderstorm that day. But, um, but most time I'll be riding my bike, so I'm, I'm cool. I don't need to, to get on tube or any public transport. But if I do then that's when i put the mask on for the first time is when I'm getting on the underground, which isn't a major problem because, to be honest, underground is filthy anyway. And there's been people wearing masks on the underground for decades. That's nothing new, yeah. right? And then when I get to work, though, obviously I'm working in a hospital. Um, you have to wear a mask in the hospital. So from the moment I walk through the hospital doors, I'm wearing a mask. And then when I get to my office, I can take the mask off. There's no one else in my office, so I'm self-isolating in there anyway.
1: Can I ask you a question? Yeah. You see, you were in the hospital. Yeah. Do you wear any mask, or do you have to wear like a hospital? Do they give you the mask?
0: No, I, I wear my own masks. I can wear my own masks. I've got a few different ones as well, um, but yeah. So what I,
1: are those masks? Are they made of what are they made of?
0: Which ones? My which ones?
1: ones. You said you got a few.
0: Yeah my girlfriend's made me a few of them because obviously she does um oh. what do you call it well, tailoring anti, and stuff anti, anti-coronavirus material or what? <laughs> no one has no one has when you research that oh. no when you research that no one has well this is the argument against the mask the argument against the mask is that none of them are, are anti-corona masks realistically they're just there to prevent the spread of corona well that's, that's, that's the argument, isn't it? Why am I wearing it if it doesn't actually stop you from getting it? And I think that's, 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 the, that's the split divide between most people. So that's why you get some people saying they're not going to bother wearing it. Um, and then you get the other half saying, no, they want to wear it because at the end of the day, they, want, they don't want people or themselves coughing on other people. So, you know, at the end of the day, I would rather a dude have one on if he's going to be coughing on the tube that's just because psychologically you're thinking it's doing something. It may not be doing anything, but psychologically in my head, it's mm. doing something. Do you know what I mean? So one analogy I saw for it was, there was a guy, was it, there was some cartoon on Facebook that was going around with some dude. Um, was it saying something to do like him wetting himself or something. So if a guy was standing there and he was wetting himself, would you be more happy that he's wearing pants and jeans <laughs> and none of that wee was going on you? <laughs> or would you just rather he be standing there naked and, and, and the piss is going everywhere? And I thought that's a good point. <laughs> I would rather he be wearing pants and jeans. <laughs> so I suppose I kind of look at it that way. But for me, it's slightly different because I, just, I'm, I'm, I don't really have a choice. I've got to wear it when I get into my building, regardless. Okay, so yeah, that's, that's different. Okay, so okay, can you explain this then? Mm. I was driving in my car
1: yeah, and uh, come to a set of lights. Yeah. And as you do, you look over and see who's pulling up beside you. I pulled up. There was, there was a dude in a car.
0: hmm
1: On his own. There was no passengers. No one in the passenger front or back. Yeah. dude had a mask on, bro?
0: See, this is the argument. and I've seen this one on Facebook as well quite a lot, actually. Is um, People saying why are people wearing masks in their own car? I don't I don't know. I don't drive. I, I literally don't know why people are doing that in their own car. Maybe they're sharing the car with someone else. Maybe they are go and pick someone up. I don't know. Um, I have no idea why they're doing that. Maybe they just feel that they need to do it. But I don't know. Up, okay. And the windows are
1: wound up tight. It's a hot day. <laughs>
0: like, and he's wearing a mask in there. Yeah, but
1: no, it's only... I see it, I see it often, even now. Yeah. At least, yeah,
0: I always look now. I always look. And you see the solitary driver just wearing the mask. But I'll tell you yeah. what's worse. i tell you what's worse than wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. Is yeah. half wearing a mask. The people that drive me a little bit crazy are the guys that are wearing the chin hammocks. So it's like a hammock just for your chin. What are you uh, doing? They're on the tube like that. Everybody's looking at you. And the reason why everyone's looking at you because they're just thinking, either commit or don't commit. It's one or the other. You can't just wear it on your chin. And then you get the people that wear it. On their face, but it's not covering their nose. So it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing it that way as well? To me, if you're going to wear one, you might as well just wear it. If you ain't going to wear one, take it off. At the end of the day, you're not fooling anyone by wearing it, half wearing it, or acting like you're some sort of bad man because, yeah, I'm wearing it, but I'm not really wearing it. Like, that, that's, that's foolishness to me. At the end of the day... When you first... Okay, how, how does it affect your glasses? your glasses are not steam up? Oh, yeah. The first time. The first time I started, well, still occasionally, it still happens. I don't know why it doesn't happen sometimes. I don't know why it doesn't happen sometimes. I can't even answer that question. But there are times where it doesn't happen. They don't steam up. But then the first few times I started wearing it, and I think depending on the material, um, it can be, that's why I have different ones. Um, And the one my girlfriend usually makes me, they don't steam up. With those ones as much, I don't know if it absorbs more of that moisture or whatever. But um, you know but what, the what? Thing is, but the blue yeah. surgical ones that you see everyone wearing, those ones steam up my glasses. Yeah, yeah. You, you know the thing is though that there's um there's
1: like a there's like a get out uh, get out clause for not wearing a mask, you know? Mm. Because you'll notice like in the public announcements they'll say. Save the NHS, keep everybody safe, wear a face mask, mm. unless you're exempt. Yeah. You, you don't know people's business, right? So that's why nobody can really go up to anyone and say,
0: aren't you wearing a mask? No, that's why I just said what I said, though. I'd rather you either don't wear one or wear one. Don't half wear one, because that drives me nuts. But <laughs> if you're wearing one wear it if you're not wearing it don't wear it proudly but don't half wear it on your face that drives me crazy i was thinking i think weird things
1: sometimes i was thinking to myself mm, <clears throat> this face mask actually... okay, okay let me ask you a question yeah yeah if you had a cold sore on your anywhere on your lip yeah, yeah. Like that, would you wear a face mask
0: um i don't know how that would affect it what do you mean do you mean right like now in Corona times? Any time, bro. Uh, I've never had one to be honest. I've been okay. quite fortunate with that, I, and I, I do pity people that have those things. But I've never had one. It looks quite embarrassing. But no, because I think that would probably just draw more attention to my face. But, that, but that's from like, a that's from a vanity point of view, as opposed to a hygienic point of view, though. But they like. Uh...
1: I think they're, not, they're, they're very contagious. That shit.
0: well, right, it's herpes, isn't it?
1: Right. So you ain't gonna put something on your mouth, right? To just make it just stay. Do you know what I mean? It needs fresh air, surely. Mm. I, 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 I think. In, I think about that. I'm thinking. Look at all these people <laughs> spreading their herpes on their faces. <laughs>
0: but this is again. That's another one of the arguments. People say that. Are you not then consuming more germs? By wearing it, as opposed to not wearing it. Um, Mm. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I think it's one of those things that's divided the nation. I mean, you look at someone like, you know, I don't see any police officers wearing them. I don't see any politicians wearing them. Although they're telling everyone they should be wearing them. So I find that strange, okay? Donald Trump has outright come out and said he's never wearing one. You know? So the people that are telling people to wear them, they don't seem to be wearing them. And that usually is an indicator that there's some bullshit going on. right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, if I didn't work in a hospital, would I be wearing it? I don't know. But I do it for the sake of, and the thing is, the patients that are in my hospital are very high-risk patients. I don't want to be the person who does cause this patient to die. Because at the end of the day, you either got to have a stance where you either believe COVID is real or you don't believe it's real. And I work in an environment where it feels very real. But I know some other people that work in environments where it's not mentioned every day, it's not talked about every day, it's not in your face every day. So therefore you have more space to kind of speculate and say whether you believe it or not. But if you're around people that you are seeing it's possibly affected them in some way, then that kind of changes your perspective on it. And it changes the way you think about taking that virus home with you that evening. Because if someone mm-hmm. says to you, "Well, there are people in this building that have it," do you want to just walk around brazen and act like, "Oh, I don't care"? It's all a conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. And then I go home, you know, kiss my children goodnight, and then give them the COVID. I don't know, but this is the thing. Because I don't know, which is why I will take the precaution. If I did know, then I could I could jump on either side of the of of the table. But I, I don't know, so I'd rather take the precaution and not know. Because a It doesn't bother me in the slightest because like I say, it's not I'm not wearing it all day long. I'm wearing it either when I'm in work or when I'm on the underground or when I'm basically when I'm around strangers, but I'm not wearing it when I'm around my own family. And I'm definitely not and I'm definitely not two meters away from my my children when I'm (laughs) in my house. So Okay. Okay. So for me it's more of a precaution thing. mm
1: Because I don't know,
0: if I had all the facts and I could tell straight away this is nonsense, then maybe I would choose not to wear it. You know what I mean? And that's the way I kind of looked at it. When I weighed it up in my head and I was trying to choose which side am I on with this mask business, I thought to myself, well, how how does it hurt me by wearing it? I think that's kind of the first thing I thought of was because I already wear a mask anyway sometimes when I'm on the bike just because of pollution. So I thought, am I going to stop wearing a mask now because I want to prove a point? When I'm, I am genuinely do wear a mask if I'm riding a bike sometimes. I've seen people on the underground wearing masks for at least 20 years now, especially if they're from Asia, they wear a mask. You know, Japanese people don't mess around. They've been doing that forever. And I tell you the difference, when you get home sometimes from being on the underground all day and then you go home and you blow your nose out, you can tell why people wear masks because you'll get a lot of soot in your nose. And that stuff can sit there for a whole evening if you don't blow your nose out. And you'll be think, sitting there thinking, why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? But you're inhaling all this dirty soot that's coming out of the underground. So there's definitely, for me, benefits to wearing a mask in my day-to-day. But do I want to live in a society where we're wearing one every day forever? No. No. <laughs> But the funny thing is, we were having a go at some members of society just a year ago for wearing masks <laughs> for part of their religion, which I think was quite funny. The irony in that is is quite funny. Because there's some people that have been wearing masks long before COVID came along, and we were trying to ban them. And now, and now they're telling society you need to wear one. I find the irony in that quite funny.
1: Yeah. I mean, what did you think of the... Um... What was it called? Uh, eat eat out to help out.
0: Well, this is the thing because isn't that conflicting as well? So you have got one message saying still stay at home, work from home, wear your mask, social distance. But then you're telling half the people as well, oh, but you could get some half price food if you go to a restaurant today, and you actually have to eat in the restaurant to get the discount. Right. that's what I couldn't understand about that because I'm thinking, what well, are all these restaurants going to be social distancing? How are you even possibly doing that? You're not so. You're telling people on one hand, stay at but home where there's money there's a way bro. well, this is the thing, so it's like okay, yeah, you want to help the economy, but then you're also saying in the same message it doesn't don't forget, really
1: matter we get the uh the um
0: the other message of uh, healthy eating
1: and stuff.
0: well yeah and i've 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 told you already in the last podcast that i i I've begun that with massive effect since march since the last podcast i I took advantage
1: of the uh Eat out to help out, right? Where did anyway, you go? Okay, hold. On. This is the thing. Yeah. The only, yeah, I couldn't book a restaurant nowhere for the for, for, for ten miles. Basically.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Everywhere was booked up. Sorry, sir. Sorry, book 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 book. <laughs> I <was> even offered <laughs> there. They serve me dinner at the bar. I said, "What do you mean at the bar? What would I sit on? I'm like a basket." Oh, me and the missus, we were going to sit the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. No, that's how much they wanted us. Anyway, so we ended up,
0: um, I said, all right, let's just go Nando's. Oh, I knew you were going to say Nando's. God. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Nando's. I could have wrote Nando's down on a piece of paper right now and showed you that. I knew you were going to yeah, say that. Anyway,
1: <laughs> listen, we got there and like, I said to her, like, Do you know what? I'm I'm happy for a takeaway. I'm, mm. I'm happy to pay full price and get a takeaway if we could just get it and go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, look, they're queuing outside. I go, that's not a queue. you know yes, it is. Anyway, they parked up. I'm not going to yeah. tell you what no, They parked up in the car park. Walked up to the. And as I was right, it wasn't a Cube run. There was just people congregating outside. What just just standing outside Mando's? Oh, no, no. <laughs> and then there was this big poster, yeah, you got um, is it VR code?
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So I got I got up there and like By the way, I left my phone in the car.
0: Right. The That's dangerous. Music,
1: right. So what happened was I got up there. And she's like in there finding out what's going on. Why is everyone standing outside? What's the what's the deal here? Yeah. And then the lady from Nando's come out. She's like, the queue, the queue is closed at the moment, yeah. The queue will open. I don't know when the queue's gonna open, but it's gonna open soon, yeah. I can't tell you when it's gonna open, but it's gonna open soon. So basically right. what you had to do, you had to download the app, the Nando's app, yeah. You had to get the with the QR code, right, and then when when the queue opens, yeah, you have to do your table for two or whatever you want you want, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No when my missus is like, she's got it all set up, yeah, and like I'm like just thinking, can we just get a takeaway and go? She's like, no, 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 nah, no, nah, it's a competition for her. Yeah? <laughs> there's like Twenty people here, yeah, and. She wants to be, she wants to get first in the queue, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So then I'm like, okay, I understand. It's competition. You want to see you're the best. And she's like, where's your phone? Where's your phone? And I goes, oh, it's in the car. She goes, go get your phone. Go get your phone. Get, get, get. The two of us will be more chance. Yeah, that's what you're thinking. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Go like, get
1: your phone. So I go, I'll wait here. And that's how go, I'm walking off. I see the woman come out from Nando's and say, "Yeah, the queue's open, yeah." So I just walked slowly to the car, got my phone. I knew that, yeah. I come back. This is it. Yeah, we got six place. We got sixth place. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. And then, and, then, and, then, and then you don't go in. You don't go in. What it says is, "Goes, we will text you when 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 you're ready." Yeah. Uh, Waiting time approximately forty-five minutes.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, wait. So you're standing outside Nando's, and they're gonna text you when you can come into Nando's, and they're telling you eat in there, yeah. And that could be in forty-five minutes time. That is your waiting time, yeah. So
1: and and we because we was she got number six, six position.
0: So wait, are they letting one couple in at a time or something? Bro, something like that. One in, one out.
1: One table out, one table in. Yeah. Okay. So, luckily, where we was. Was a shopping centre precinct, yeah. Okay. So we bumped, bu- bumped into one of those. Um, how can I put it? Um, um, one of those extra value stores that you right. see on the high
0: Yeah. yeah
1: went there got those a little bit. Went into a sports shop. You know, I just had a little look around. Went into the diy shop. And then I see. A, okay, I go. Like, what time? What time? How long have we got? And then it's like, oh. 35 minutes. Oh, okay. Get back to the car. What time is it now? 37 minutes. <laughs> the
0: what, time the time up? it's going up?
1: The time went up, bro. It was at 35 minutes, then it went jumped up to 37 minutes. So I'm thinking, no, this is long. Anyway. So
0: wait, why is, we... wait, 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 stop. Why is the time
1: going up and not going down? I don't know. Maybe someone dropped something extra time mopping up the table I don't know right, right. so anyway to cut a long story short it's that your table is ready we're sitting in the car come out the car we go in there now right
0: yeah
1: get us the table and then it was like um they give us the menu right put it down most of the stuff was good most of the stuff was on the menu what I wanted was there put it that way yeah but you know that like you get your drinks, yeah, your refillable drinks. No, yeah, that, too, yeah, you you know your um, your sauces and that in Nando's, your famous Nando sauces, yeah, you
0: can't
1: that, they come with packets, bro. What do you mean, packets like sachets? Sachets, bro, okay, What the same, bro. You know, you want your you know, the Nando sauce, and... yeah, the, yeah, 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 with the big bottles, Comes with sachets, bro, and like when you sit down. What you got to do, you got to get back on your phone and order your food through the app.
0: Well, you can't just tell the waiters.
1: No. You order your food through the app, and then they give you this little ticket there, like a, a cinema ticket stub stuff, yeah, with numbers on it. And then when you complete your order, you have to enter that code. Of let me stuff. just
0: Let me just stop you there, right? The thing is, one of the reasons why I don't like Nando's, yeah, is... Nothing to do with the food. I have always, always hated the process of Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> i always, always hated it. I'm a person that I used to eat out quite a lot and go to restaurants and whatnot. When Nando's came around, I remember the first time I went in there, I was so baffled that this was even a concept that you can go into a place where they make you queue up, say what you want to eat, then they send you to go and get your own plates, your own cutlery. And then some reason, then they bring you the food afterwards. So like you, I felt like I'm doing half the work for a service that I don't want to do half this work at the end of the day. And I'm not a lazy person. I just didn't understand what was the point of setting up that way. What you've just described now is hell to me what you've just well, described is i didn't think you could make that process more long and complicated and more long-winded and they figured out a way how to make it even longer yeah. bro. and you know you know you know what i'm like when it comes to
1: apps and stuff bro. <laughs> I to, before i could eat here, basically her food like um uh, a good a good five minutes before mine and then when mine did come the woman was taking it to
0: another table. Oh, my gosh. A
1: big table of who knows what the fuck they got.
0: This is the thing. And the, this is the thing. You're doing, I doing this doing during I Corona.
1: I did. That's what it... And I, I thought to myself, you know what? I w- I would do the eat app to help out, but not here.
0: No. That's got to be one of the worst places to do it. But, yeah, I mean, just kind of wrapping up on Corona. Where do you, where do you see this ending? I mean... Ah oh, no, I mean, but I don't
1: see, it, I don't see it ending, bro. So you think now nah, this is just,
0: this is just the flu now? It's just here forever.
1: Oh, when, when it first started, when it first got like, like let's say, January, February mm. times, I took it as something like um, one of those things like mad cow disease. Mm. Uh, um, what was that? Bird flu. Do you you know them them viruses that came and went?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the SARS disease and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, another one of those. Uh, But this is obviously much different because of what it's done to the global world. Mm. Uh, So I don't think the world can go back ever to how it was before. Mm. This has scarred the world forever
0: yeah I think I think I don't think we're going to go back to normal, normal. I mean I think people are going to be wearing masks for years despite even if they say it's over. I think there'll still be some paranoid people out there that will still be wearing masks anyway. Um, I also think that just like the normal flu, it's just going to be something that's always going to be around now. I mean because they can't they couldn't get rid of the normal flu. So there's loads of different strands of flus that have been around for years and years and years and years anyway. So you, you, can't, you can't get rid of them. So why is this going to be different? Do you know what I mean? Well,
1: this is good for some people, you know. I mean, Say that you know, again. This is good for some people. Wearing masks. If you're a criminal, yeah, this is, this is beautiful. You walk around, <laughs> you face <laughs> a mask, you wish you could wear a mask.
0: And go and do what you're doing. You gotta do what you're doing. Well, this is the funny thing because obviously one okay, of the cons- I
1: feel like a criminal.
0: One are... of like criminal wearing a mask.
1: I, okay, could I... this is a thing, right, bro? I've got a balaclava. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Don't ask me why I've got a balaclava, but it's not for <laughs> any legal purposes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Because you go skiing, do you quite a lot?
1: <laughs> no, right. so, people, those uh, ones. Give me the money! That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm I'm saying. It's just got like, it's all it's got, it's got like uh, two eyes and just a bit for the mouth.
0: That's what a balaclava is. You just described what a balaclava is. I don't need to describe it. Some
1: of them have got the nose bit as well, isn't
0: they? I don't don't know. I'm not a balaclava expert. (laughs)
1: Uh, so, imagine if I was to bop outside now. I could bop outside with that on, yeah, and Hmm. then there's something covering my mouth. And people
0: would just be looking at me, ah. Oh, good man. Good man. <laughs> and you could be on your way to rob a bank, is that what you're saying. Wow. Well this so. is this this is one of the funny things, because one of the first things that came out was about um people were saying it had something to do with this five G. And um again, not another conspiracy that I haven't I haven't dived into and had a look at myself. But to do with facial recognition and all this stuff. But then I thought to myself, well, if they were trying to get facial recognition, why would they be telling people to cover half their face? It just, that That's the part I couldn't kind of move forward on. I couldn't get my head around that part. Like If they were devising a system, because I could understand they wanted everyone to stand two meters apart so they can get a nice good scan of you. But then if half the population have got a mask on, um, wouldn't that make the job a lot harder? Yeah.
1: They've, they don't need, um, what do they call it, to, um, they've, they've already got you, they don't need to see your face bro,
0: they
1: mm. see, see, see where your bank, your, your, your digits go.
0: Yeah exactly, yeah, I think this seeing. is, I, I seriously do think people are under the illusion that right now we're not already in that world. I say it to people all the time, from the moment you had a smartphone in your hand, you're in that world. As simple as that's why they called it a smartphone the other day. You're in that world. It's got everything. It can see you all day long. It can hear you all day long. Some people There's are putting their fingerprints. You. Some people put their fingerprints on it all day long in order to even access their apps. So It already knows everything you're doing. It's tethered to you. It's got GPS, so it knows everywhere you already go. I just don't understand why they would need to spend so much more money for facial recognition when they've already got it. Like, You know what I mean? majority of the world are looking at a screen already that has a camera facing you, and it's the best camera you can buy. They tell you that every time they bring a phone out. (laughs) So (laughs) why why are they going to waste their money trying Mm -hmm. to put these cameras up in, in the sky for no reason. I mean, yeah, okay, they're gonna track some people outside and about, but they can already know where you are. I mean, I've watched I watch a lot of true crime and they've been tracking people's phones for two decades. And that was before they even had smartphones. Mm. So they can do it usually just from where your, your your phone signal bounces off the phone mask. They can tell you where you are in the country and what time you entered a certain location in the country just from your phone signal bouncing off the phone mark. So now, you've, if you've got a smartphone, they know exactly where you are. You know what I mean? The only way you can be completely off the grid is by not having a phone. Period. Yeah. And then avoiding every single CTV camera. That's out there. And not the car and not driving the car because that's another thing. There's, there's automatic license plate registration recognition yeah. as well. Um, so, and again, that's I mean, something I mean, that, everywhere, yeah. it's Everywhere, yeah. And that's been that for ages. People don't even realise that, that you can't just get in the car and just go driving up to Scotland and think that your registration's not being flashed a bunch of times from here to Scotland. You know what I mean? They're going to know where you are. I think, you no, know, there's a saying in, um, what was it? I can't remember what film it was now. Um, some Western film I remember watching when I was a kid. And it was like, all law enforcement know all crime that takes place. It's just how much level of crime they allow to take place in their city. And it's true. It's true. If you watch a lot of these programs where they, you know, try and investigate crime and you actually see the level of technology that they already have, even on old programs, it it blows your mind. Like, okay, mm. you know what I mean? Which is I always I used to always say, if I wanted to be a criminal, I would spend my time watching those programs just to know what the police already have because there's so much stuff that they can do that we're unaware of um, in order to track you down or whatever, or or pull information off your phone. Even if you think you've deleted it like years and years and years ago, apparently they can go back six years on your phone or something like that and get information out of your phone. So yeah, I think people are under, under, under an illusion when it comes to the, the, the kind of um, the big brother society. I think we've been in big brother society for a good 20 years now, easily already from the year 2000. I think that's, that's what we've been living in. Um, it might get a little bit more intense, but to think at this point that you can just slide off the grid, you're mistaken. You're, you're well and truly on the grid. I mean, even someone like myself who has no pictures or anything on social media, of myself and my family. But I know for a fact, if if people wanted to find them, it wouldn't be impossible. You know, especially if you're the government, you could easily get into my phone and, and get all the photos I've taken of my children off my phone. It's not impossible, but I don't choose to share that information normally. But I'm not under the illusion that just because I've never put my pictures of my children on Facebook that, but they can't get them. Of course they could, you know? So... There's a lot of stuff about that um, when at the start of Corona, but yeah, I think that we're living in um we're living in new times. I think Corona's changed things. Some things for the better, some things for the worse, obviously. But I do think it will level out eventually. We'll get to a point where we learn to live with it. I mean, people are already walking around with trendy masks on now and stuff like that, so they've embraced it to another level where they've now become fashion. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, especially in the city. You see, like, some some interesting masks, that's all I can say. You actually see masks you think, oh, I, I wouldn't mind owning that mask because that mask oh. is actually pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not saying I want to wear a mask every day, but I've seen some ones where I thought, if I have to wear one every day, that's that's probably the one to get, to be honest, because it does look actually pretty cool. But I think I think we've reached a point now where people are getting used to it. Um but I can, you know, there's still the divide, and I think there's still the resistance against it. And I suppose only the future will really prove how much this is going to be, how how big this is actually going to get. You know, have we seen the the worst of it, or is or is it going to be this so-called second wave that they keep talking about that's supposed to spike uh, and 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 kill a lot more people?
1: I'll tell you what is good, though. Can't
0: tell you the last time someone bumped into me. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and the tubes have been great. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a fan of getting on underground since this has been going on. But since I've had to get on the underground, I, I, I haven't had to be standing next to nobody. I mean, I'm a person that used to use the London Underground almost every day for the last twenty years, and I can tell you it's been hell, absolute hell. But since Corona's come around, a I've never had to run or, or, or rush for a seat. I've got a seat every single time. There's no one standing next to me. There's no squashed up tubes anymore. Like, that's the one big difference that you don't have to squeeze yourself yeah. onto a tube.
1: When um, when, the, when the lockdown was on, people in Russia were just banging on the tube. Right? It was, yeah.
0: It was, it was on the news. Yeah. It's yeah. Like yeah. No, it's it's I said, some things have been good, some things have been bad, but I think time will tell, in terms of future-wise, um, just how bad it's really going to get. So I'm hoping the second wave doesn't come. And I think winter will be a good, a good right. measurement of that. Because obviously the winter's going to bring... Lockdown, what's that? I
1: think there's going to be another lockdown, bro.
0: Yeah, I think winter. I think we're going to... Because obviously more people are going to get the flu in winter. That's just yeah, a fact.
1: For Christmas, mate. Because like, you see what's happening um, in um, Spain... In Portugal, yeah, they've put the um quarantine ban on them places again now. Yeah, yeah. So I reckon, I reckon you know, as well, especially kids going back to school as well. That might, that might be something.
0: Well, yeah, my my son goes back to school tomorrow.
1: So these are excuses for it for there to be another. There's so many.
0: Um, if you like
1: uh, reasons or excuses for there to be another spike. that
0: well yeah I mean the school the school one I think is the most interesting because obviously you've got a situation where you've got all these children that have now been out of school for so long and in their own bubbles and now you're going to have those children kind of um, all returning to school at the same time being around teachers being around each other Um How's that going to work? Because obviously, if there is a corona in a school, it's going to spread pretty, pretty fast. And then if the school closes down, it's, it's only going to take one school to shut down before they start shutting down a load more schools. And then once the school shut down, because don't forget the reason why most people are at home is because their children are at home. So once the school's shut, people got to go back to being at home. You can't go back into the office no more because you're going to have unattended children. So, and knowing that, you've got to teach these kids you know, so that was that. That was the other part of it. It Was people had to start doing a homeschooling all the time, and that was that was a lot of effort for some people, not for me because I didn't I didn't mind doing it. To be honest, I thought sometimes it can be stressful, but I actually quite enjoyed some of it because it got me and my son to do some things together that we probably normally wouldn't have done because he would have done it in school. You know, so and it was kind of a good gauge of seeing where he was as well, kind of like my own kind of reflection, rather than hearing the teacher tell me where my son is, I can actually see for myself what my son knows. Um, and don't get me wrong, I mean, I do that on a daily basis anyway, but this was just a lot more concentrated, you know, because I'm, I'm actually watching him do a certain subjects and, and specific things. So, um, But yeah, I just think, I think the schools is going to be a big one. I think if they can get through to first half term without essentially uh, any spikes popping up and we can get to christmas then i think we might be all right and we might be starting january in a slightly better off situation but if we if there is a spike in the schools over the next few weeks or next month then i think that's where it goes back to square one because then all the kids have to return back to home which means the parents have to return back to home which means it just kind of Goes back to where we were, you know, a couple of a couple of weeks ago, a month ago. So I think that's the biggest one yet. Is the schools?
1: yeah 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 yep. Yeah. Because if um, <coughs> if there's a outbreak in the schools, they're going to give it to the parents. They're so, uh, if, if, if they don't the it, they're going to take it back at work. You know, it could be it could create a spike. Mm. Plus, it's it's a time as well, as you said.
0: Um, Cold and flu time, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's cold and flu time. But also, they, they're saying they're going to fine the parents if you don't send your kid to school. So that's, you ain't really got a choice.
1: Anyway,
0: yeah, but this is this is unprecedented times, though. I mean, some people don't want to send their kids to school because they're worried about them catching Corona. And now the government's saying if you don't send your kid to school, we're going to fine you. So, um, that um that's a little bit of an issue. I don't know where I stand on that, but I mean, for me personally, I don't mind my kid going back to school and he's quite excited to go back to school as well. He wants to go back to school. And for what I've seen anyway, children are the least affected by this. So on one hand, I'm kind of like, yeah, it's worth, it's worth going back to, to school, just even for children's sanity, for one. Because I think staying in the house for the last seven months has not been fun.
1: Well, my, my
0: youngest, eight
1: years old, um going on to year four now mm. he's right so he's been at school all the time his parents both being key workers yeah so um he's experienced well he's been going to school from what is it tuesday to friday um his mum doesn't work on the monday mm. so but his experience has been um, one of when when school was, when he wasn't in the school holidays, was um, classrooms of no more than eight kids.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Just sort of, um, with, you know, other kids of parents who we were key workers.
0: So, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, he had a routine, he was lucky that he still had his routine. Mm-hmm. You know, he still had to put on his school uniform, you know, mm-hmm. those days. Um, so now when I ask him, because he went back to school today as it goes.
0: Yeah.
1: When I ask him, um, uh, how, how was school today? He wasn't too excited. Mm.
0: He said there was a of kids
1: there. He forgot how many people there are in the school. Right. So one-way systems and...
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. ...stations and stuff like that. So it, it, was a, it was an adventure to him, which is like a novelty thing.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's a new world for them, isn't it? It's 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 a completely thing they got to get. They're gonna to have to adapt to it and get used to it. Um, but yeah, but yeah, on that note, I think we should wrap things up. But I think it's been good. Yeah, I think in general, it's been it's um it's been a rocky couple, you know, six months at least for a lot of people. But I think it's brought some people together. I think it's made people think about the world in a different way. And I think there's been some positive changes as well as not so positive changes. And I think we've embraced it the best we can as, as human beings. I think... Don't say that. But, um, but I think we'll see. We'll see what, what it becomes of it. Just before we go, just want to say to you... Um, don't forget to subscribe to Verbal TV on YouTube if you want to watch the videos. Um, all of the podcasts will be uploaded as well to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can still listen to them on Audible. Um, But yeah, if you want to watch it, subscribe to Verbal TV, like and share and uh, spread the word. But I think for this week, that's it from us. Uh, I just want to say goodbye. Thank you very much, Shade. Thank you very much, Seb. And uh, see you next time. Peace.